Down by the bay, I like to play a six-string song. Up comes the sun, and it's looking for fun. I know it won't be long. There's a girl that's so yummy, yet she looks in my tummy, and that's when I knew I'm just a fat guy in a Hawaiian shirt. Drink a lot, oh my head does hurt Cause I'm a fat guy Out by the pool, I think it's cool to be by the swim up that's right, I am, and welcome everybody back to the Love Florida Realtor Podcast. This is your host, Mark Hanover, with Keller Williams Peace River Partners in Port Charlotte and Punta Gorda, Florida. And today, I'm excited to talk to you guys again, as always, but even more so because we're discussing barbecue. That's right, kids. I am a huge barbecue fanatic snob, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to call me. Uh, that is totally cool because I am probably it concerning barbecue. Uh, I have traveled the nation, and unlike a lot of people that say that, that is literal. I have traveled the nation, the continental U.S. Uh, I think there's only two or three states I haven't been to, California and Washington being among them, and around the country. Every time I am someplace, I look for Barbecue. Why? Because number one, my wife and I can agree on it. <laughs> uh, we both absolutely love not only barbecue, but great barbecue. And so, yeah, uh, we're, we're a little bit snobby concerning that. And one of the things that we were excited about when we very first moved to Florida was that we knew that there is a kind of a, I won't call it underground, but there is certainly a barbecue scene down here and it is no holds barred. And there's a lot of it. And it's really good, usually, as long as you go to the right folks. And that is who I am taking you to today. Uh, my good friend, Mr. Steve Nunn, who has uh, uh, fed my family more than a few times. Usually it's about uh, two or three times a month or so. Uh, I think that he's a great guy. I think you guys are going to really enjoy hearing from him. Um, he has some outstanding food, guys. And uh, he really is also an outstanding person as well, as you'll find out. So uh, without further ado, Mr. Steve Nunn of Nunn Better Barbecue. All right, everybody. This is uh, obviously Mark Hanover. And today I am with Mr. Steve Nunn. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm doing well, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So I am super excited to do this with you today. Uh, this is something that we've been planning on doing really for a few weeks now. Yeah, we've been yeah. working on it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, between Realtor and, and everything that you do, uh, schedules, just the stars didn't align until today. Of course. So that's awesome. We made it happen. So thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you for inviting me. So in a nutshell, just to start off real quick, um, who are you and what do you do? I am Steve Nunn. I am the owner and operator of Nunn Better Barbecue and Catering. I, I'm a local food truck owner. I also do full service catering. I make my food available for whatever occasion you got coming up. All right, awesome. Mm -hmm. So just so everyone knows, um, yet again, this is one of Mark's friends that feeds him a lot and thus why we're talking to him today. <laughs> um, my wife Susie and I probably, gosh, 
How long have we known each other now, Steve? A year? It's been a little, probably a little over a year. Yeah. Um, a little over a year. Uh, my wife and I are serious barbecue snobs. Um, we've been to barbecue places, God, all over the nation, really. Um, whenever we see the, the magic three letters, we usually stop and see if it's worth checking out. Um, we were looking for something real. We were looking for something different. We were looking for someone that we could uh, uh, really go to for great go-to barbecue and we saw a lot of great reviews for steve on facebook so yay facebook absolutely and uh so we checked him out one day when he was at a uh, car place and uh friendship was born at first bite uh, <laughs> to tell you the complete truth <laughs> yeah so yep. this is why we're talking we are talking to mr nunn today so um just to kind of start off how did you get into barbecue well barbecue started actually barbecue has been in my family for years a lot of years. Um, my grandparents, they used to do it on the side of the road in their houses next to the juke joints back in back in the days, back in the late 70s, early 80s. And it was something I saw. I saw the way people would gravitate toward every Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, different people would come to the, to the houses and just to buy their barbecue. And it was like, wow. Okay, this is this is this is something that can be, you know, it brings joy. It brings a lot of joy. So, over the years, my dad started at a barn grill. He owned a barn grill for over ten years up in the Palmetto Bradenton area, and so that introduced me to the, you know, just being around food, being around different atmosphere of people, and then it also helped. My mom was a head chef at uh, Shankle's Restaurant out on Longboat Key for over 15 years as I was growing up. So teach me the ways about being in the kitchen, being around the kitchen, um, learning how to grill from my dad, seeing my grandparents, seeing family members, and just seeing friends do grilling. I just took ideas, took ideas, took recipes, and then one day I just made them my own. Uh, not to mention, I spent a three-year stint at Morrison's Cafeteria in Sarasota, um, being a late chef. So, I've been I've been in the kitchen a lot of years. No kidding! Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Longer than I made. <laughs> I tapped out after seventeen. So there you go. Well, if you let um, my if you let my mom and dad, well, they're deceased. Well, my my mom's deceased now, but my dad still he's still here. And um, if you let them tell it. I started cooking pancakes at five. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. So, um, I was just going to ask if this started off as a hobby, but obviously it started off as, as a little bit more than a hobby. Uh, when did you get, I don't want to say the word serious, but when did barbecue become like a real serious well, thing for you and what you do? Well, honestly, if, if you, you, you are right, it started out as a hobby. Um, you know how you have get-togethers and friends, hey, man. You know, you mind cooking something? I'm like, yeah, sure. And that's what I did a lot of years. And then, you know, you start out with the smaller Walmart grills here and there. And you just you just outgrow them. And you just keep growing. And one day I bought a 150-gallon tank, mounted it, mounted it on the back of an old boat trailer. Me and a buddy were sitting there drinking a 12-pack of beer. And actually he had an old propane tank. And we're sitting there drinking a 12-pack of beer. And he's like, I'm like, what are you going to do with that? He's been sitting there for a long time. He said, man, that thing's 30 years old. 
And I said, are you going to use it? He said, no. He said, well, let's turn it into a brew. He was like, okay. He said, if you see, he said, give me a week or two. And if you see the big mushroom cloud, you know I finally cut it open for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm, and, same pot. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm sitting there drinking a beer and it didn't dawn on me till half the 12 pack was gone, what he was talking about. And it's like, you know, you got to drain it. You got to do all these things to process it, to get oh, it yeah. before you cut it. And he, one day he went ahead and cut it and it was fine. And I started out with a old bass boat trailer, a little 17 foot trailer and a 150 gallon propane tank. And I started towing it around, just doing different events, parties and everything for different people. And then over time, those parties kept getting bigger and bigger. And, and it was like, wow, people do really like what I'm doing. And so I just kept growing. I bought a lawn trailer, transferred that tank onto that lawn trailer, put some LED lights on it so I could cook anytime, day or night, added another grill, and that's when things began. That's awesome. What do you remember, uh, whatever it was that finally flipped the switch that says, okay, I'm going to do this? Yeah. What was that? That same trailer, after a few years, I've been I've been doing this eight to ten years. Mm-hmm. That same trailer, word of mouth got it wrong because I was feeding, I was feeding members of the National Guard, and they actually asked me, could I come to the National Guard and and do something for a retiring captain? And it was like, really? I'm not licensed. They said, well, don't worry about it. Things were a lot more lax back then. And they asked me, you know, would I be interested in doing? I'm like, absolutely. You know, I felt honored that the National Guard wanted me to come in and do it. So I went in and I fulfilled a party. I fed 250 people. And they were like, oh, my God, you know, we really like what you do. So six months later, they called me back. And I fed um, Sarasota, um, Palmetto, and a four members of those branches of the National Guard. So this party went up, this um, event went up to 300 people. So with the usage of their commercial kitchen and my trailer, I smoked everything on the trailer and I prepared everything, the, the sides in the kitchen. <clears throat> so then that went over great. They called me back a third time. Oh my. They loved what I did, and they wanted me to do an intake, which is all the new servicemen coming in, getting oriented, orientated, and then getting ready to ship out. Well, one person on that board that wanted his friend that was a barbecue person to do it brung up the fact that, hey, this guy's not licensed. And it was like somebody ripped my heart out my chest. Because at that point, they wouldn't let me feed 525 servicemen getting ready to ship out and go to basic training. And it was like, wow. You know, I talked to the I talked to the people in charge and they were like, hey, you know, get your stuff together and, you know, we'll you can come back. And it's like, okay, you know. And, and don't get me wrong, in, in feeding the government, there's always a catch. 
So you're not making the best money, but just feeding servicemen made me feel just phenomenal. You know, they saw my food as just as good as any other big names, the big name people that are local. But the small guy with the homemade backyard trailer was there feeding people when the the big companies they didn't want the big companies. They wanted the guy with the flavor. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, ever since that event, I put it in my head that, you know what? I'm going to get my stuff together and I want to be legit. So <clears throat> 2016, I started on the road uh, to getting getting my license, getting finding out everything I needed to have in order to be never have something like that happen again. I I made up my mind that I wanted to be able to feed whoever was hungry at any given time under any circumstances and on any platform. So I looked up the Florida Department of doing, you know, the Florida DMV. DVR. DVR. (laughs) I looked that up, looked up everything I needed to have. I couldn't, you couldn't get your license until you had a full service trailer. And then I started looking for a trailer. In the meantime, I found a trailer. I found a company to build me a trailer that I would need. And then I got ready to order the trailer. I got, you know, got my pennies together, kept doing backyard events, and then got to, got ready to order the trailer. But then they asked me before I, they would let me order it, hey, what kind of vehicle do you have? I said, I got a little Toyota Tacoma. And the guy kind of put his pen down and he looked at me and said, um, hey, I'm going to save you some money. If we let you sell you this trailer, before you get down the street to the next red light, when you get ready to stop, it's going to rip off your transmission, your tear your motor up, tear your brakes out. So we're going to save you some money and let you go ahead and get a vehicle to tow it first. So it put everything on hold till I went out, traded the Toyota in, went out and got a full-size Chevy, full tow package and then I called them back and said hey let's go forward six months later you know I I ordered it ordered the trailer out of Waycross Georgia Southern Dimensions trailers and I came home my brand new 2017 Southern Dimensions eight and a half by 22 foot commercial food truck it is quite the sight too (laughs) it looks great I I wanted something that would be eye-catching and I wanted something that no matter what circumstances I was under, I could feed people. Mm-hmm. I could feed no matter who who who, are, who they are, no matter what the circumstances, I could feed anyone. So that's what I did. I went out and bought that trailer to make myself available to everyone and catch eyes in the, in the meantime. It certainly does that. Oh, yeah. So let me backtrack here just a little bit here. So for... In particular, people probably listening in the north. Yes. Because I'm from the north mm-hmm. originally. Um, what exactly is barbecue? What makes something actual barbecue? Barbecue, it's the process, honestly. It's, it's the process of taking different types of meat. Um, taking it's, it's the prep work that you put into it. And then it's the process of cooking it long term to get a particular flavor and making it where it's enjoyable for everyone. You know, you can you can have, taste buds are always gonna be different. 
So you can have a particular style of meat, like you say, like you say, you've been all over. So you've probably tasted Kansas style, Texas style, and everybody has a particular style of meat. The trick to it is finding something that everyone can enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was luckily able to do by taking stuff that I've tried from other people, recipes, and, you know, just experience, and then put it into what I do today. A couple of minutes, we're going to touch base on that, because you've, <laughs> you've had a couple of things that I haven't had before. Oh, yeah. And I adored. <laughs> uh, 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 namely, some jerk ribs. But um, be, before we get into that, so... Just to clarify for some folks that might be uh, woefully misinformed, is barbecuing equal to grilling? Grilling grilling is more of a faster get it out there, get it out, you know, put it on the grill, get some heat under it, sear it, char grill it, you mm-hmm. know, putting some grill marks and stuff on it. Yeah, that to me, to me, in my opinion, that's grilling. Mm-hmm. Barbecuing? Oh, you're out there for some hours. Yeah, you're so, you're you're yeah. out there for some hours. Um, Absolutely. My like for instance, my ribs, my ribs that I do, my ribs take at least three hours. My briskets, my brisket are eight to ten hours, depending on how many I'm cooking, and the temperature I cook them at. And you're going to have different people that cook them at different temperatures to obtain a different flavor. What I do works for me. So that's what I'm sticking with. <laughs> I'm not so, going to get in that argument about, you know, you should cook it at this and cook it at that. What you do yeah. works for you, and what <laughs> I do works for none better barbecue. And it does work. And it, May I add? Oh, my, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, it, every time he's out, my wife and I are, <laughs> almost every time he's out, my wife and I are usually close in tow we see each other we see each other once a month religiously so at least so (laughs) hey i'm doing something right (laughs) no kidding so what are some hallmarks of good barbecue what do you look for when you roll up uh whether yourself or even someone else's me to me personally now that i'm doing it i'm kind of i'm kind of like picky i'm looking at when i walk up when i walk up and i'm looking i'm looking for tenderness i'm looking for texture i'm looking for i'm not looking for something that can just you can shake it and it falls apart but i'm looking for something that you can pick it up you can try it but you can see it's nice and tender nice smoke ring and i'm definitely looking looking at the bone because you don't want to see any pink around a bone Mm -hmm. because you're seeing pink around a bone you're looking at raw meat and i've run across that and i also don't want to taste lighter fluid Thank you. I do not I, want to taste lighter fluid. In particular, my wife appreciates you for that alone. Because the second, uh, I can't, I can't tell you the amount of food trucks for even full blown brick and mortars yeah. that we've come into, and the very first thing that she does, she bites into something lighter fluid, bam. Yeah. I'm like, uh, well, there goes dinner. There, okay. the whole, the whole experience is gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the whole experience is gone, and 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 believe it or not, I've been to the big names, some of the big names, which mm-hmm. you know, you stay out of that realm of naming, mm-hmm. but I've been to some big name people and yeah you get that lighter fluid taste and it just before you get down the road you you find a garbage can and throw the whole plate back in the garbage yeah and may i add usually if you're throwing away a plate of barbecue that equals to 40 60 80 yeah dollars and Mm -hmm. 
always worth it when it's good. When it's good, when it's good, people will people will come find you. Absolutely, people will find you, and you don't make you don't mind making a ride to get that barbecue that you enjoy or spending the money. Yeah. I, I guess that's kind of my point. You know, when when Susie and I are out, and you know, you charge what you charge, we've never regretted a dime yeah. that that we've paid for you. And are there pla- are there cheaper things or cheap cheaper places to eat? Absolutely, but at the end of the day, what you're paying for is the quality, the time, the attention. Mm-hmm that goes into this food and that's what people need to remember going into a barbecue place. Yes. And and that's what I you know as well as I do by and you by being at different and trying different places. I'm not the most expensive, but I'm not the cheapest either, but I'm I I'm priced where I stay affordable and mm-hmm. I make it where you don't mind returning and spending the money once again. Oh, absolutely. And folks, again, um Cheap barbecue, don't do it. Ain't always the best barbecue. Yeah, just trust me. <laughs> I, Ain't always the best I, barbecue. I've never purposely went anywhere that had barbecue that was cheap, but when I see prices that usually cock an eyebrow with me, I'm already kind of like, okay, there's something wrong here. Yes. Um, smoke ring. Yes. Explain smoke ring and the importance of, please. Smoke ring equal, equals flavor. Yeah. Smoke ring equals flavor. Because... Once you see a good smoke ring, you know that person took time into preparing what they did. I mean, you can look at it, you can see it, but it will fade over time depending on how long it's been there. But if it's if it's nice and visible, you know that that's, that barbecue is fresh. That, awesome. that barbecue or your brisket, any of that is fresh. Hey friends and neighbors, before we go on, I'd like to talk about a very special company, Exora Galora. That's right, I said Exora Galora. If you're in need of landscaping services such as bed and border planning and design, planting, weeding, mulching, trimming, landscape upkeep, and much more, Exora Galora is the right call for you to make if you live in the Charlotte County, Florida area. I've seen some serious yard transformations just from Susie weeding, much less the stellar yard design she comes up with. For service you can't ignore, call Exora Galora at 803-606-6105. Again, that's 803-606-6105. Or visit her on Facebook by searching for Exora Galora. That's spelled I-X-O-R-A-G-A-L-O-R-A. People, different recipes, different people put together so many different recipes into everybody wants to be the best. Everybody, everybody wants to say their barbecue is this, their barbecue is that, Mm -hmm. you know, make barbecue, make it where it's makes people happy. Don't get out there. I mean, if you're there's 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 two barbecues. There's the barbecue that's to the public, and then there's the competition stuff. Mm-hmm. Competition stuff is in com, when you're doing competition barbecue, it's a highly seasoned pieces of meat that's made to explode in your mouth on that one bite. Barbecue, everyday barbecue, is made to be devoured by you and your family. 
I mean, the competition thing, it wins you money here and there. But that barbecue that you present to the public and make people smile and make people want to return, I think that's a greater prize than the check you may receive for the competition barbecue. Have you done competition barbecue before? No. No? No. I've, I've been asked. I've been asked a couple of times. And who knows? I may try it one day, but... The rules and stuff, I've looked into them. The, the rules and the guidelines that you got to go by, I'd rather just have you and your family standing in front of me and I give you a plate of barbecue and make you happy. That's awesome. <laughs> so, the menu. Yes. How do you arrive at that? You know, you, you are in complete control of your destiny. Mm-hmm. You can literally smoke everything from a duck to a piece of hamburger. Mm-hmm. How do you come to, okay, this is what needs to be on the menu all the time. This is what we're going to try out, and we're never going to do this again. It's, it's, the, it's the area in the regions. Um, you know your areas that you're, work, you're, you're coming into, but you always, if, if you notice, I always carry at least seven different items on my menu. And, that, and what that does, it allows me to hit at least one of your taste buds. Mm-hmm. So... You're not going to have everybody that wants ribs. A lot of people don't like the bone. So that way then you have pulled pork. Pulled pork has no bones. But then you're going to have those people that don't like pork. So then you fall into the brisket. The brisket, as long as it's good, tender, flavored brisket, people will enjoy it. Okay, but then you're going to have those people that don't like pork or beef. That's when you have your chicken. I keep grilled chicken with a light base on it. Or a light, a light barbecue glaze, mm-hmm. and then people are good with the chicken, and then but you're also going to have the the vegetarian people. That's when you come into your coleslaws. That's when you have your coleslaw. But so therefore, there's four different taste buds right there. No, I'm going to hit. I'm going to hit one of them. That's that's yours. Or I also carry the mac and cheese or the potato salads. So, um. There's there's a variety of things. Even if you don't like one, there's another going to be on there that you may like. But then there's also the secondary. You know, when you when you come to me, you have an option. Mm-hmm. You can you can pre-order. You can pre-order. And when I do the pre-orders, then you're ordering bulk. You're ordering a pan of this, a pan of that, or a slab, or you know, of something of that nature. Or under special circumstances, if you let me know within 24 to 48 hours, then I can have my seafood menu for you, which is the the smoked crab legs or the smoked salmon and rice with mango salsa that I do for people as well. How big are those? The smoked salmon is a three-pound salmon fillet, boneless salmon fillet with a half a pound of Jasmine um, basmati, I use the basmati rice, mm-hmm. highly flavor, highly flavorful, um, and I can make it taste st- stupendous. And I do a mango salsa with it over the top of the salmon. And that is, a, like I say, it's a three-pound salmon, um, a half a pound of rice, made, is designed to feed, to feed a family or do meal prep. So... Popularity-wise, how does the seafood go over? Because that's not something you see a lot of barbecue people tiptoe into. Well, well, that's why that's why it's just, it's a small menu. Mm-hmm. It's because I don't. It's not something 
that I do all the time, but when, let's say you want some barbecue, this, you want smoke flavor, but you don't want barbecue, you want some seafood that's smoked. Mm -hmm. That's when the crab, smoked crab leg, yes, I said smoked. Smoked crab legs come in handy. And like I say, I do the whole platter. I do a, I do a seafood platter, which is, is designed to feed a family um, or two, two people very well. Um, it's four pounds of smoked crab legs, 25 jumbo shrimp, uh, four smoked sausages, eight corn on the cob, and four roasted potatoes, everything covered in garlic butter. Sounds amazing. That, that's one thing I haven't had from you, so I'll have to catch it sometime. <laughs> it, it, is, it is perfect. It is perfect for two people, or it's great for three people in a social gathering. That's awesome. So when you're coming up with ideas for the menu, mm -hmm. something new, something different, like the jerk ribs that we discussed earlier, because yeah. I had never had that before. Yeah. And folks, if you're there and he has them, grab them and grab them quickly and often. Um, they're really, really good. <laughs> so you. when you Thank come you. up with new ideas for the menu, how does that process go? Well, sometimes you want that barbecue. Sometimes you want, you know, but you want something a little different. Mm -hmm. And that's when I come out with the jerk ribs. The jerk ribs are full, full flavor. They're, they're spicy. They're a lot more flavored than the regular ribs. And it gives you that little extra to your barbecue that you're looking for. But you know, but if you notice, if I'm out, depending on when I'm out, I may do jerk ribs this time, but I may do the corned beef brisket next time. I, I kind of switch it up as a specialty item. Mm -hmm. So that way it gives people an option. You know, it gives you something different to look for when you come out. So where do you get your ideas for different dishes then? Different flavors, different ideas just from other places that you might well, visit? You, well, you like I say, you. That's why I'm, a lot of times I'm not out every weekend as well, mm -hmm. and you know I try to do out to the public one weekend and then do a personal food delivery system the following weekend. So that way, you know, you you just you keep you keep it you keep in touch with people no matter what you're doing. Um, but the ideas come from just giving people something different. On a, at a different occasion, you know, you can have your standards. You can have your standards at all times. Ribs, chicken, brisket, and pulled pork will always be on my menu. But, like I say, you may want something a little different this weekend, and then that way you'll gravitate toward the corned beef brisket and mac and cheese or something else. But, once again, if you pre-order, you can do, like during the St. Patrick's Day times, I do a lot of corned beef Corn beef and cabbage. I do corn beef and fried cabbage. So, one thing that you did mention, and I want to mention just because I love it, and I also know it's kind of a hot topic with barbecue people. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about sauce. Yes. A lot of heated debate mm -hmm. on sauce and its appropriate place with barbecue. Yes. Where do you stand on that? <laughs> me and me alone. <laughs> Good barbecue don't need sauce. Yes. Good barbecue don't need sauce. And if you notice, when people come up and I hand them a sample, or even when I serve you my barbecue, it doesn't have sauce on it. Sauce is on the side, or you can step over to the table and you can put as much sauce on it as you want. But my barbecue, 
doesn't need it. I actually agree. <laughs> My and barbecue that, does not need it. And that's nice because uh, that's usually one of the, the signs of damnation from me. It's yes. like if I'm reaching for the sauce immediately mm-hmm. after I try something, it's like, yeah, okay, that's barbecue. That's a lost cause. Barbecue sauce should be a compliment to your food, not a cover. Yes. And that's, and that's what I believe. But let's talk about your sauce because your mm-hmm. sauces that you do have yes. are amazing. They complement my food. All of them. They they just complement. They're they're mixed up. They're they're simmered, and they are made to complement my food. You may go to one of the big names or someone else, and it may just throw everything off. Everything I do down to my fires, down to my wood chips, down to my seasonings. Everything is a combination of time and effort that I put into it that work for me. You know, you may, you're going to go to one of the other guys down the street or down the road or Kansas City or wherever, and you may not get the same flavors that I provide. I'm a, I'm a crossbreed of Texas style, Southern style. I'm a, I'm a, I'm Southern born. I'm a born and raised Floridian. And I just love doing barbecue. So, you just mentioned an interesting thing to me, and actually I meant to ask you about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Wood chips. What kind of wood do you use? Oak. 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 Straight just up oak. Straight up oak. I use oak, and you're going to, and once again, every barbecue is going to be different. Some people like mesquite. Some people like hickory. Oak works for me. Mm-hmm. Oak works for what I do. You know, everybody's, everybody's, everybody's flavor is going, I'm not trying to be like everybody else. I just do what works for me. So, you've had the food truck for a while now. Yes. Obviously, and you, you do this often. Mm-hmm. So, this is very much a big part of your life. Not as often as I should. Not as often Not as, as, often as I should. Right. And, I, and I will apologize, and I'm sorry to everyone. I'm not out as much as I should be, but I'm working on it. Hey, I, I am working on it. That's life. That's how it goes <laughs> sometimes. Um, what have been some of your more memorable experiences on the truck? Oh, God. Just... Former restaurant owner to current food service man. You know, like, what are some of the fun or funny or not so funny things that you run into? I've, I've been on, I've been on different occasions where, (laughs) I've been on different occasions where there's been multiple food trucks Mm -hmm. and they're doing their menus and everything. And after a while. Even they send people over and start buying food from me. And that's one of the biggest honors that I could possibly have. Don't get me wrong. We food truck people, we all wonder what the other person's doing. But when people gravitate toward what I do and they're actually enjoying what I provide, that's a huge thrill for me. It, 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 it's, cool. it's, it's huge really cool and some of the events I've done weddings I've done bar mitzvahs I I done church events um I did a I did a 5k run over in Wesley Chapel um over yeah right right after COVID first broke it was a 5k event I I had a catered event for 503 people. 
and I fed 503 people over in Wesley Chapel over in Tampa. That's awesome. And they had leftovers. I pride myself. I pride myself on nobody, no matter what what the occasion. I never run out of food. That's amazing. Never run out of food. So, um, you, you mentioned kind of the hot topic there, COVID. How did? Yeah, see, it's funny. You know, I, I've done quite a few of these shows at this time, mm-hmm. and that is almost universally the exact same sound everyone makes as soon as I say that word. That, like, and I don't blame it. So, what are some of the challenges that you've had since COVID hit? Well, with with us, I mean, we're, since we're already, the reason we're not out every day like most food truck vendors, me, my wife, my other family members that all work on my truck, we all have day jobs. I've been on my day job for over 23 years. Monday through Friday, I drive trucks. That pays my insurances. That pays my bills as well as the food truck. But that pays bills just a little bit better than the food truck. So, you know, hey, one day if the food truck business takes over, then it will. But in the meantime, I have to do what I have to do to make sure the bills, the trailer payments, and all that are paid. When COVID broke, things shut down. Things, it had, it made you reevaluate how you got your food out to people. Mm-hmm. At that point, it became not just going out, setting up. Um, my business was built on catering. My a lot of my catering slowed way down. I mean, I was doing I was doing a hundred plus people two to three times a month in just catering at the time when COVID broke. That went from two or three catering jobs a month down to one every two to three months. And then when you went out and did a public event, people that were out and wanted food. They came to you and they bought food, but the numbers greatly decreased. And that's that's the thing. You can't go out there with all this large inventory expecting to feed people, and then you're stuck with inventory. Sure. I pride myself on freshness, so you're not going to get the barbecue that I sell today. You're not going to get that barbecue tomorrow because I'm, I'd rather come out with a limited menu and run out and cook you fresh stuff tomorrow versus cooking something, a whole bunch of something today and letting it sit over to the next day. That's just not me. You're not going to get that coming from me. I may, I may cook something three to five hours ahead of time, but you're not going to get something that's cooked yesterday and me serve it today. That's just not going to happen. All my sides are thrown away. You know, if, if I don't sell them all that day, my collard greens, my baked beans, I you're not gonna get that stuff the next day. I will not risk no one's health just to just to keep my profits intact. Thank you for mentioning that, by the way. Um, if you guys do happen to, and I recommend every single person does, come and uh, meet Steve and his wonderful wife uh, who tolerates my, my <laughs> shenanigans wonderfully, may I add. Uh, she's a lovely woman. Um, <laughs> Because I am a little silly when I'm out there. Uh, we love it. Collard greens. Oh, yeah. Eat this man's collard greens. I'm serious. Again, <laughs> collards are a religion to me. And uh, this guy, uh, 
Dominus Opus, man. You, you make some great greens for Thank real. You. And you. yeah, so uh, do that. But and believe it or not, in this day and age, I've had a few people that come up there and said they've never tried collard greens. It depends on where you're from. I didn't have my first green slots 26. I mean, like I said, it, it, yeah. it, it's it's rare, but it does happen. Yeah, it does happen. And, and as you, and if you notice, once again, I'll serve collard greens three or four times out of the month, and then I'll pick a weekend and I'll just go to green beans, something that everybody's familiar with. Also very good, mm-hmm. but um, every time, <laughs> every time we do go and it's not a, a order ahead, even sometimes when it is an order ahead and we're just meeting him out and he happens to be have the truck out. Yeah, um, my wife will buy a pan. I mean, you mm-hmm. had it like yeah. The first time she did it, you looked at her like she was nuts. But okay, great. <laughs> but, um, well, because it, it it always it always <laughs> amazes me that people people enjoy. <laughs> yes, I'm pretty damn humble. It amazes me when people buy my food in bulk that people enjoy what I do so much. And honestly, I'm blown away about it at times. And that's why I sit when people order large amounts of it. It's like are you? Are you sure? You sure about that? You sure? You, I mean, I'll do it. I mean, I'll, I have yeah. no problem with doing it, but it's just like I'm blown away that people enjoy what I do so much. That's awesome. Um, so we, we touched on a few of the things here when we were talking about COVID. Um, with the food truck, now I come mm-hmm. from the restaurant industry where I had uh, a few restaurants of my own, and I know how brick and mortars yes. go. Uh, I have not handled the food truck before. Mm-hmm. What are some of the unique challenges that you have whenever you do take the truck out because i imagine it it gets interesting sometimes well space space is the biggest factor um you have to have a you have to have enough of inventory that you're going to feed the amount of people that are coming up to you i i i stock my trailer every time i'm out to meet the amount of people that are coming out so Anytime I'm out, I'm I'm set up to feed eighty to a hundred people. You know, if I go over that, then that's a that's a great day. If I don't go over that, then it's it's okay because I still met a good amount of the volume that you know I fed the amount of people that was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unique because at times we get pretty busy. You don't want to put too many people, even though I have a very nice, very large trailer, you don't want to overstock it with too many people. That's why initially when we started, we used to have the person that takes the cash intake, we used to have them outside the trailer, and then they were under the tent with the doing the cash sales, the credit card sales, and they were outside doing that, and we kept the windows clear just so we can do food. So on at times we will still do that, you know, when it's a large volume of people, but we'll we still don't have any more than three people inside the trailer because then you're just on top of each other and then it's it's get things get cluttered and we can't meet the demand of the people that are standing there waiting to get food, get back to their cars and enjoy it. Have you been telling people, I gotta go where it's warm because you just can't stand one more stinking winter? I was the exact same way, so I did. 
Hi, this is Mark Hanover with Keller Williams Peace River Partners. I moved to Southwest Florida and have loved every second. Now I'd like to help you do the same. Whether you're looking to relocate to Florida permanently, purchase that vacation home, or get investment property, I can help make it a smooth and enjoyable process with the best real estate experience you've had. If you're looking to buy or sell in Southwest Florida, give me a call at 941-202-1995. Again, that's 941-202-1995. Or you can visit my blog at www.lovefloridarealtor.com. That is www.lovefloridarealtor.com. forward mm-hmm. what are some exciting things you have coming up where are you going to be do you have anything cool coming up that you want to tell people about let them know about coming forward or well um right now right now i do have a, a few catering jobs coming up but i the right now the biggest thing i have coming up is the brandon blues and barbecue fest um which is october 9th which is a public event um, they're going to have four to five different acts from around the local Tampa Bay area, and it's going to be all a blues fest. So um, they actually picked the trucks that are going to be involved in this, and I was lucky enough to be one of the trucks that was picked. So there are going to be five different barbecue trucks there, and I will be one of them. Okay. For everyone listening... Go to none better first. Trust me, because they'll run out. Once hope, the word gets, they'll run out. I hope so. Trust me. And as far as my seafood, like I said, you'll see the seafood, the crab legs and all that. I, I never have that stuff just sitting in the truck. That that absolutely has to be a pre-order because I make it fresh. It's never just sitting there in the heat waiting for you. So if you want, if you want to ever try the crab leg platters, please call ahead. And I'll make it happen for you. That's awesome. So what are some future goals? What, Where would you like this to go? Honestly, I want to get into shipping. I want to get in because getting a taste of feeding the, the National Guard and the U.S. government, um, I actually want to build a brick-and-mortar location that does a lot of shipping. That means... Being able to cook large volumes of my food, being able to vacuum seal it, put it in military containers and ship it wherever it needs to go or ship it to anybody that wants it. Um, I've looked into it. International shipping gets very expensive. Oh, buddy. So right now I can't get into that. <laughs> but um, I mean, like I say, I've fed National Guardsmen on di- many different fronts and it, it's something that I really like to get into. And and there's a phase two of None Better Barbecue. Um, yeah, I'll be on the water one day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be great. Oh, I'm. I actually that was the that was the big. I was going to do that before I bought the food truck. Yeah. But a good friend of mine, you know, sat me down and said, "Hey, build your clientele. Let people get to know who you are." first and then get out there and do that 
So I've told a few people, and I'm making it public right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming to the water. Boat barbecue. No, All right. barbecue barge. Barbecue barge. I like that. That's even better. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, well, um, see, this has been outstanding. Why don't we let people know how they can best get a hold of you if they want to try your wonderful food? If you want to try my food at any given any time we're out, or if you just want a private meal for you and the family on the weekends, um, you can reach me on my Facebook business page at None Better Barbecue and Catering LLC. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, uh, website is uh, NoneBetterBarbecue.com, or you can just go old school. Pick up the phone nine four one. Two three seven eight two seven three, and let's real quick uh, tell people how do you spell none? None, just like just like the old, the old person that you feared in in the churches back in the days. <laughs> N U N N. There you go. It's my last name. Want to make sure that everyone got that because uh, make sure to go the right folks here. Well, Steve, thank you very much, sir. I oh, appreciate yeah. your time thank and you. your food. Thank thank you thank you and, and you know I you know I brought I brought gifts in here for you so well, I appreciate that. absolutely. And that um, one thing, I did an SRQ interview um, about two weeks ago, and I showed them the numbers of when COVID first broke, and I advertised that we were going to be out in a um, community. Yeah, I advertised on a Sunday that I'm thinking about being out the next Saturday, and by that Friday, I had 28,000 views. That's awesome. <laughs> so it blew my mind away. Um and for the first month of COVID shutting down everything, when everything was shut down, we fed over 235 people that day. I all my secondary old school trailer that I still got, I ran that trailer by myself and I filled bulk orders while my wife and my other family members, they ran a commercial trailer and fed the people that we had a, we had a um, drive-through line where you ordered at one point, um, placed your order, then someone ran it to your car. And then also people could walk up to the window. You know, people that were you know that were really worried about COVID at the time, mm-hmm. they could drive through. And we, we created a drive-through for them, and we had someone run the food to their cars, or the people could come up, walk up, and get their orders that day too. Or I was in the background with the other trailer filling um, bulk orders, pans of mac and cheese, um, ribs. I think I think we did like forty eight slabs of ribs that day, just on my trailer, the secondary trailer, and just filling bulk orders. No one ordered two plates. Everyone ordered four to six plates at a time. We had a, we had almost an hour and a half wait at one point in time. No job too big. No job too big. <laughs> All right, no job. Thanks again, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And there you have it, friends and neighbors. That was Steve Nunn of Nunn Better Barbecue and Catering LLC. Uh, Steve, I would like to, again, thank you very much if you're listening for uh, uh, coming down to the office and having about an hour and a half conversation with me the other day. Uh, it was a really good time. It was good. It was nice to being able to uh, sit down with you and get to know uh, your history and how you came about to be in this really great barbecue business that you have here. And um, folks, just before we leave, I'd like to go ahead and give him a couple more shout outs. So if you guys are looking to 
uh, do some business with Steve, which obviously would be really lovely. First of all, make sure you tell him where you heard of him. Thank you very much. Uh, second of all, if you'd like to give him a phone call at 941-237-8273. Again, that's 941-237-8273. Uh, he'd be happy to take your order or see what you're looking to do at that uh, at that number. Uh, if you'd like to visit him online, you can go to nonbetterbarbecue.com. That is N-U-N-N-B-E-T-T-E-R bbq.com and I also want to uh, give another thing that he's doing here the shout out the Brandon Blues and Barbecue Fest uh, it's going October 9th from 11 to 7 it's a $20 cover entry and he will be there along with probably about four or five other barbecue folks and very seriously like I said in during the interview make sure you go see him first because he's gonna wind up running out especially when word gets around about how good his stuff is so Again, Mr. Steve Nunn, Nunn Better Barbecue, and thank you very much, very much to everyone for listening as usual. Uh, I greatly appreciate you allowing me into your homes and cars and hearts and minds and all that other kind of stuff to bring you uh, Southwest Florida and all of its glory and uh, just a few of the really cool attractions and people that you guys will see when you come down here uh, or maybe you live here and you didn't even know existed. So again, as always, keep on keeping on just like those twisted palms and we'll see you next time. Daytona driving What is this I see? Two palm trees together that twisted like you hot on A1A from Key Largo to Key West. It's TwistedBombsTradingCo.com One-stop shop for all things tropical. If you're a parrothead beach bummer just on the sunbank side, TwistedBombsTradingCo.com has tropical apparel for men, women, boys and girls, plus feed freedom sandals. 40 pairs to choose from. Freedom shorts. Palm tree shirts. Hit the waves with hot swimwear. Bath and beach body products and new exciting products added off. Before you check out at TwistedPalmsTradingCo.com, don't forget to get a good lay. Really, if it has to do with fun, sun, beach, and oceans, it's TwistedPalmsTradingCo.com. <laughs>